It snows like 10 months a year. They don't do anything. They just sit around and listen to podcasts. Speaking of, uh, of Canada, uh, why, why do Canadians only have sex doggy style? Why? Do you, I mean, do we answer this because you told us the joke like two seconds ago? No, 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 no. You don't do that. We act like we haven't heard it. I don't yes, know, you Greg, act like Why you do Canadians only have sex doggy style? Yeah, so they can keep watching hockey. There it is. From an I don't even know if that's a joke because I think that's actually just a fact. That's a <laughs> that's just that's just nature's a way. Tidbit, Greg, <laughs> dropping I, some knowledge on you. Some something I learned. What if they put their like Molsons on the person's back? Oh, jeez, Molsons! You're just an international guy, Greg. You know, I, I know a lot of Canadians. Hey, hey, Labatt Blue. I don't know why I said that. The bad like half Scottish, <laughs> Irish accent. Shut the hell up. That was very Scottish of you just now. <laughs> Rob's international too, just all the wrong countries. I'm the leprechaun. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Give Me Five podcast, episode 233, side A. There's no one there. <laughs> Not anymore. We have lost... Everybody. This is the Give Me Five podcast, a semi-entertaining show about some very entertaining things. This is a side A episode, which means we're going to talk about pop culture, entertainment, news, movies, music, books, Florida, kind of whatever caught our eye this week. I don't know that we've got a whole lot for news, but my name is Nubbins, and I'm joined by Eddie. Hey, Nubbins. How you doing today? And Lefty. I'm right-handed. Why for everything that you do <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> uh, this week we're going to talk about the king's man texas chainsaw massacre and the ending of the hbo max series peacemaker which do was, you really want to it which honestly Sorry. was a lot of fun loved it yeah we're going to spoil the hell out of all of those just letting you know now um it's a review show activate Human Torpedo. <laughs> it's a review show, so we're going to avoid major twists, which I haven't seen the Chainsaw movie, but beyond that, I don't... Oh, yeah, there's some twists, I guess. The major twists are Rob is scarier than anything that happened in that movie. <laughs> just wait. Just you wait. Okay. I'm ready for the rage on that one. Uh, so if we're talking about something you haven't seen, read, or listened to yet. Use your discretion. Come back. If you'd like, PJ, come back and uh, uh, just be aware. Spoilers, be and uh, we're not doing it to to annoy you, but you know we're talking about these things, so it's kind of impossible to avoid. It's a thing. Um, what's happening? What have we got? News? Maybe we don't really have news, but I, I kind of have a question. Ooh. So I was I was thinking about this because of Peacemaker, which is obviously not at all for kids, right? Not or, even remotely. And, yeah, and. Not even for kids that will, you know, my my child, it will be probably, what, seven to ten years before I'd be like, yeah, you should watch that. Maybe a little less. But 
I was kind of thinking about there are growing up. There was always these things that like you know parents would be like, oh, when you're old enough, you have to see this. You know, The Godfather, Goodfellas. I'm picking mafia movies, even though I'm not a huge fan. But you know, there's like certain movies that and TV shows that people are like, oh, you got to see. But now so much crap comes out and everything is accessible. I've been trying to figure out like what are those things from the past, like the streaming era, that you would actually tell a kid like when you're old enough you have to see this. Like what do you, you mean stuff that like, came out during the streaming era or yeah or stuff like, that is just available streaming now that, that uh, stuff that came out during the streaming era era that's like you know you're not it's great. And it'll be timely enough to you want to see it later. So, like, so, how we would say uh, you got to see Star Wars episodes four, five, and, and six because those are from the seventies and eighties. But what's what's from today during the spoiler? I mean, spoiler during the yeah, during like the, during the past five yeah. six years, like that that won't get overtaken by time. Because, like, I was thinking, like, oh, Peacemaker, I can't wait. To someday show that to my kid because it's funny it's and it's not happening now. It, though. It's it's a it's irreverent, um, and it's fun, and it's just you know it's something I got a kick out of, and it was just so. But but at the same time, is that even going to matter in five years, ten years? Is it going to be like what's this old crap you're making me watch, Dad? I like. I, I think in five to ten years it'll still be right. Um, I think when you start to get like twenty and thirty years out then kids are kind of looking at you like, why are you making me watch this old shit? What is it? Mm-hmm. Special effects are terrible. I think, like, the ones that immediately came to mind is Midnight Mass, for some reason, and all of the stuff by that guy. Um, okay. Like the Honey of Hill House, which is technically not over the top, really. Uh, Midnight Mass is, but the other ones really aren't. Um, those came to mind, but I was trying to think of, like, other ones that would be like, oh, you have to watch this when you're old enough. Like, a lot of the stuff that we've actually talked about on this show, as far as like streaming shows, we've enjoyed a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say that Lord of the the, the Lord of the Rings show will probably fall into that category. Agreed, because yeah. Lord of the Rings is actually on my and like he's old enough for it now, mm-hmm. but he's not. I don't think he's ready to sit down in front of a three hour per movie tale. Um, right. Well, I was just talking about the show because I know, the, I know. The three hour per movie tale is is well. I mean, does that really count? Are we are we still counting that or? No, no, no. I was just saying in general. Yeah, because that's older than the streaming whatever. Yeah. What about I? Even, I would say the Marvel shows. Or, I, well, yeah, he's already done, but he's already done all this. <clears throat> oh, I oh, I was just thinking. You know, future whatever kids. You yeah, know, like just stuff that will will carry on. I yeah. think those. Yeah. I think. Those were really well done, and they'll probably be watching. Yeah, so there's been like a little side, pro- like not recently at all, but a little side project that I was always kind of working on, like a little checklist of all the movies that someone that loves movies should see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, everything from Star Wars and then like stuff that has. <laughs> I tried to give somebody a list of like '80s movies, '80s '90s movies to to see, and by the time I got into the list, it had filled up like a whole page, and I'm like, "Oh my god, they're not going to watch any of this." And, <laughs> and that's where that that's where that list came from. I think we did uh, several yeah. months ago, where I was like, "Give me five '80s movies that someone who would who was not familiar with the '80s and hadn't seen '80s movies, five movies that they absolutely have to watch." What are your top five? Yeah, 
That's I don't know. It was just a kind of an it was kind of an interesting little thought I I uh, had because I was like, yeah, someday I'm gonna he'll watch Deadpool, but will he already know everything about it? Because that was actually one of the big problems when the first time we ever watched Star Wars, he already knew about it because he saw the Lego Star Wars thing. Oh, mm. uh, he's like, oh, you know, that's Luke's father. I'm like, Son of a bitch! How do you know that? <laughs> Did one of your yeah. little friends tell you? I will beat that little friend. I was like, no, it was Lego Star it was Wars. On yeah, it was Lego Star Wars but game. But slow down, Dad. Lego Star Wars <laughs> let's let's not toss out. Let's not toss that out. You know, yeah. without talking about it here. No cause... more beers before dropping me off at school. Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> it was that little Trevor kid down the street, wasn't it? I will. <sighs> well, I mean, Trevor did take my Play-Doh in class earlier this week, so I mean, he might be due for a beatdown. <laughs> you know, Trevor's well, mom is a whore. <laughs> Wow. God, I hope there's no Trevor down the street for real. There is no <laughs> okay. Trevor down the street. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Those are good and questions. I know, because I paid her last night. I, oh, shit. Yeah. That went south. Um, <laughs> I like the 80s. I like the top five. Like, if you like the the streaming question and the, you know, five movies from the 80s or five movies from the we, 90s. We did do that, right? We did, That's yeah. Not yeah, we did. yeah. That's something that was in my head, right? But it's, yeah, we did. But it's so... It's so difficult. Like that's so hard it to. It really is. Oh my god! Like, what do you do? Shit, you know, that's good stuff. So. Yeah, they they never, anyway. They never moving on the list anyway. So they never watched the movies on the list anyway. That's uh, that's fair. It's probably that better person. to just give like five movies, like you like you're saying, or ten. Can I say mean things about that person's mom? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that person's mom is also a little bit tawdry. Mm-hmm. Just a little. That person that would take pictures of llamas having sex. Ah, uh, alpacas. Nice, nicely done. I see yeah. what you did there. Yeah, with okay. little voyeur alpacas. Yeah, with with one watching. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, one of your friends took that picture. <laughs> he, with with his two daughters there, by the way. I've just decided and that little that that other llama was like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" <laughs> I've just decided he's not my friend anymore. I don't want anything. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I can't live this way. <laughs> Gotta and, start pairing, and am I the only one who, who, when they saw that picture, they thought of Cusco from the Emperor's New Groove? Oh, my God. A little bit. No, I didn't. With that llama poking his head in the side? <laughs> yeah. This is so confusing to anyone that has no idea what we're talking about. Oh, so. my God. Oh well, my God. if these people were... Uh, here, I'll do this real quick. Go if these people it, were patrons... Kidding. Yep. They would know oh. what we're talking oh. about. They would know exactly. A what picture we're went through our our patron chat of two llamas making sweet sweet love in front of another llama, and it was very patriotic as well as there was a small American flag stapled to a tree next to it. Um, and the third llama was kind of peeking in from the side of the uh, from the side of the picture like some kind of creeper. Yeah. Oh my god, we're losing listeners. <laughs> it was like. The, I, I like those people that like whenever they see American flag they like stiffen up and have to like salute to it. And it's like, what if they walked over there and like had to like, and they were like saluting as the uh, the other two llamas were you know finishing. Like, yeah, but you, like, but it's the American flag. Like, don't don't walk, don't just yeah. walk by. Like, yeah, that's you, like not you, have to, you have to make note of it. Um, but you know the llamas are background is... are kind of distracting. Oh my god! And, co- and they llamas. need to have a picture taken for the uh, for the llama porn later. Oh my god! Yeah, right. God. I'm well, see, that's why you want to be a patron. That, that's. That comment came out of my mouth. It's not the worst. Uh, so you guys would be able to have 
that sort of fun in our patron chat, you can get into our patron chat by becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash give me five podcast. Just five dollars for all that kind of fun and apparently free llama porn. So if you just all you have to do is cut off your nine ninety nine a month that you give to the llama porn uh, website and just send five dollars to us and it'll be all be good. Now, speaking of llama porn. You, you like that segue? I, I'm yeah. I'm nervous about it, but okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have some news for Florida. Mm. It is time for WTF. Welcome to Florida, and in this week's story, we feature Mister. Louis Salinas, who unfortunately was wanted on sexual battery of a child. However, he made it very easy on deputies as he was arrested after he passed out drunk in the drive-thru line at a McDonald's and caused a backup of cars. 35-year-old had a warrant out for his arrest, and the deputies were <laughs> were quoted as saying it was quite a pleasant surprise to uh, discover him conked out and blocking people from their Big Macs at the Avon Park Mickey D's. And when they uh, the 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 people behind him were honking, they couldn't wake him up. But apparently, uh, when the deputies opened his door, he allegedly woke up and attacked them. And the sheriff's statement <laughs> sheriff statement said, unlike his victim, our deputies can fight back. Oh, shit. Yes, he had a blood alcohol level of <clears throat> .179. And they took him wow. to jail on a felony warrant, um, additional charges of battery on a law enforcement officer, DUI, driving with a suspended license, and resisting arrest. <laughs> and the cops did offer this little tidbit of advice. Pro tip. If you have a warrant, especially for a charge that can get you a life sentence, you probably should not drink and drive. You definitely should not drink and drive and pass out in the drive-thru lane at McDonald's. Wow. I got some things. <laughs> Pretend you're the next the next person in line. <clears throat> this guy gets arrested. When you get up there, do you get his food? Do you ask for his food? If he got a chance to order, it was drive-through, right? Um, Hell yeah, I'm I, asking for his food. I, damn straight, yeah, that's a good he idea. Me, he he inconvenienced me for clearly a long time, and at that point, you're probably stuck behind the little concrete, you know. Yep, and you can't thing. even get you can't out. Go of anywhere? Line. You can't get out without ripping your like car apart. I would be like, hey, wh- whatever that guy ordered, I want it. Can he, I? Have he ain't food? in it. Yeah, he ain't in it. Shamrock shake? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Tis the season, you know. As you know, that drunk bitch got a shamrock For shake. sure he did, because it seemed like you know a good idea. And you know he got a Big Mac and fries, and I'm going to eat the shit out oh, of those God, fries. I love a Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, man, so good. Oh, man. I love McDonald's uh, fries. This episode is sponsored by McDonald's. The shamrock shake is back in stores now. There's even a shamrock shake with Oreos in it for all your diabetes needs. With Oreos? Wait, you, you guys you take the that? show. Did I'll be back in 10. No, I, I do know that, because um, I, I went through the drive-thru the other day. Because <laughs> you went to McDonald's. I I didn't. My, I went. I mean, I did, but I went before my kid. All right, legit. Um, Does McDonald's have the best fries? Yes. 
Omar. Uh, well, shut your mouth. They are excellent, but I gotta say, I don't know, man. Burger King's fries are pretty damn good. Oh no, you did uh, not. Burger King's fries have like a weird battered quality to them for some okay. reason. Okay, Burger King's ding, ding, fries ding. since they changed them are awful. I like them since they changed them, but even the best ones though. Sorry, I gotta go with Checkers because of the seasoning. Oh, uh, yeah. that's good shit. I can't For do me, checkers. Check- I can't. I can't do checkers or Five Guys. It is instant. Um, oh, five guys is torpedo, torpedo like diarrhea. <laughs> the, for me, I actually really like Burger Fries fries. McDonald's is, of course, number one without question. Because Burger McDonald's fries number, yeah, Burger Fries good. McDonald's when their fries are cooked properly are the best fries out there. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down, the best fries out there when they're cooked properly. <clears throat> All right, I can't really. I, I do mean... like burger fry. I do like checkers. Wendy's fries. Wendy's fries open up a whole nother category because Wendy's fries fall into the same category as Chick-fil-A fries. Chick-fil-A fries are good, but their sole function is to shovel dip into my mouth. The, bar- the barbecue sauce. Yeah. No, I like the um, I like the honey mustard. Jen no. likes the uh, Polynesian sauce. They're all good. The Polynesian's good too. But what, Wendy's, Wendy's is one dip- of the Wendy's is one of the few places where you can get a side of cheese sauce to dip your fries in because Wendy's has baked potatoes that you can put. Oh, cheese that's sauce right. In. I've been to Wendy's in a while. Or you can dip it right in the frosty like a goddamn hero. Okay, another unpopular. Th- I'm I'm not a fan of the fries in the frosty. It doesn't work for me. I, just, I can't, I'm not. Uh, Rob, after we're done recording, we're going to have to have a meeting. Omar, you can sign off whenever you need to. <laughs> Fine, I'm going okay, to McDonald's. So. <laughs> and just like that, he's back. <laughs> okay, well, that guy, uh, I hope he uh, stays in prison for a long time. Forever. I hope he does, He's a too. terrible human. And it's one of those stories that the way he got caught is funny, but we usually don't do those kind of stories because we don't want to talk about the terrible things that he did. No. No. So. No, but he deserves every every violation that he gets in prison. 100% agreed. I'm glad he passed out in the McDonald's. And I deserve his hamburger for having to, or whatever he ordered for having to do it. He, his drunk ass probably didn't order anything. You know, I got to say, just from, like, what he's accused of and what he's going to be, like, in jail forever for, I kind of don't even want his food. Like, no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. I just want him to get his goddamn car out of my way so I can get my order and leave. But that's just me. No, I want his. <laughs> I want his. I want his car to be towed because I want his. Because I want all kinds of inconvenience. And I, I want I to be eating his, his eating now. his. I want to be eating his. He doesn't have a house. There's no. <laughs> I want to be eating his French. I want to be eating his French fries while I'm watching him get arrested. That is not home. While while I'm watching him get repeatedly tased. Oh. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that looks like it hurt. This French fry was perfectly salted. <laughs> it's it a perfect. shame you missed out on these fries. Officer, they're really good. Officer, can you do that again? I want to take a video. <laughs> oh, I missed it. I missed it. Do it again. Do it again. That just like you, sir. This fry was perfectly dry. Because <laughs> hey, okay. Let, let's. He uh, it. We're going to talk about the peacemaker, even though it's you know it. It's popular. It uh, is. Weren't you? Tell me what. Tell them what you were telling me earlier tonight, Greg. So, well, real quick, we usually would do the. The reason I said that is we usually do the more popular stuff or the biggest story last. 
um, to make you guys stick around, Zimbabwe. Uh, but we already talked <laughs> about the first back? few. We always talk, already talked about the first uh, episode or first few episodes of the Peacemaker. So that's why we're not going to do this completely the way we normally do. But the Peacemaker finished up its run, uh, at least its first season run, on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, of course, was a spinoff of the Suicide Squad, which is kind of part two, but kind of not really. But uh, and we reviewed and liked the first few episodes, and then I wanted to revisit it because you know sometimes these things are awesome at the beginning, then they run out of ideas and they don't stick the landing. And I just wanted to know what you guys feel. I I actually loved the ending of this show. I think they nailed it. I think mm-hmm. I think they stuck the landing. I don't I'm not sure where they're going to go from here. I mean, it's probably going to involve um Peacemaker actually being some kind of like demented superhero or anti-hero, I guess. Mm-hmm. But th- this version of Peacemaker, I don't know how he has been in the comics, but I mean, he's he's got a good heart and he wants to do right. He's just kind of been misguided like his whole life. It's like that without the humor. It's it, imagine uh, South Park Team America without the like being a parody in the comics. Okay. That's a good way to put okay. it. Yeah, but so it was it was yeah, it's pretty much that. Yeah, you know, patriotic I mean, I, uh, Punisher. I enjoyed it. We lost uh, what at least one main character. Everybody kind of worked their shit out. Um, there was, there was the big fight scene at the end. They had the giant cow. Um, but without question, my favorite part was the, uh, human torpedo. That's funny. She was great. First of all, she really was out of bio. You're talking about it. Like just her reaction when I, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Every time that anything happened, I loved her. I loved her, her reaction points. Yeah. She did. And at one point, she tried to use the the human torpedo helmet to uh, take out the bad guy, and she just straight up missed and went headfirst into a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad guy. So and if Peacemaker- you guys have not seen Peacemaker, but have seen a picture of those silver helmets, there's a bunch of them, and they each do something different. Right. Right. One of them gives you scabies, or gives everyone gives scabies, everyone but scabies, yeah. but the wearer. That's so funny. <laughs> In like a three block radius. Like, or something. Why would any? Why would anyone yeah. want that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why is that a thing? Um, but the, the, by far the best part, um, at the end, Peacemaker comes face to face with the cow and the, the head bug or butterfly or whatever asks him for his help because they, they need the cow to survive and blah, 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 blah. And he decides not to do it and they're fighting and Adebayo finally comes to after having gone head first into the wall. And she walks into the room where the cow is, and he act he voice activates the human torpedo and sends her straight <laughs> into the gooey center of this gigantic caterpillar worm cow thing. Yeah, you saw that coming, right? Like, I'm, I'm, oh my god, it was so funny. You knew that was how. I mean, I I gotta say, I I was like, all right, she's got the torpedo thing. That's I, what's gonna. I did happen. not see that coming. I will be honest. Okay, I didn't either. Then when she did it, I just laughed my ass off. It, yeah, it was funny when she fell like, out. And she's like, what the fuck? The editing on this is great, which is like forever. So like I could tell the editing was really good early on when they did the first infiltration. And like when they when 
they were like went into that one base and like uh, Peacemaker realized that all of the people in that base they looked like just regular like office drones, but they were all like aliens and like started popping each one of them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and the editing was so abrupt and quick. It was just like the beginning of Batman Dark Knight Rises Returns, right? The one with okay. the Joker doing. Like it was just so fast, so quick, and so well paced, and it kind of continued that way through the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the the stuff that I really liked because they had already announced the show when Suicide Squad comes out came out, and he killed a fan favorite character in Suicide Squad. Like, how are you going to do anything other than make this guy compl- like a villain? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they show. Then they showed some scenes from his past and his his upbringing, and they were like not only horrifying but heartbreaking. Yeah, with his brother, and it made him a sympathetic character. Correct. Correctly. Yeah, and they did a good job of that. They did a really good job of that. And it and, was and like some legit. of that credit belongs to John Cena. Yeah, he did great. He absolutely sold the role. I feel like this role, especially in the movie, um. I feel like he finally sort of came into his own as like an actor. Before this, he was always John Cena acting a part to me. And now he finally sort of was able to surpass that. And he's fearless, man. I remember every time I see an actor do something that's that is out of the norm, I'm reminded of. Do you remember the? Did you watch the first season of Heroes? Excellent. The first season of Heroes, the 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 girl, the blonde girl, had a best friend, right? That was like always there, video, videotaping her yeah. and stuff. Um, the best friend was supposed to be a gay character to show, and they were supposed to be best friends because she was going through something and he was going through something. Um, his agent balked on that and said, "I don't want him playing a gay character," and you've never seen that actor again. That's why he – if you notice, he disappeared from the show because they pulled him from the show. Oh, now, wow. mind you, he knew this was going to happen from the beginning of the show. It wasn't a surprise. And I always think of that whenever there's an actor that does something that's out of the norm because, like, John Cena, macho, big. Here he is dancing around in his underwear, being completely lame with women, saying crazy shit, being sexually ambiguous about certain things. Yeah, like, there was a reference more than – And I – Maybe even more I than get one. the feeling that – and and it may be it may be just a credit to John Cena's acting ability, but I get the feeling that that's kind of how John Cena is in real life. Oh, he is he that he's is. very self-deprecating, and that he doesn't care if he looks like a fool. He's willing to try whatever, and yeah, and and I think that's why it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just well, what who's he's big as hell what is someone gonna do it's true too (laughs) (laughs) like what do you mean you like bang tango you suck yeah oh really (laughs) this is called a pile driver yeah right what are you gonna do power bomb you through a table (laughs) and then you can tell me then you can tell me what my music taste is oh the the, still sucks (laughs) your neck's at a weird angle um the uh they did a good job with the music they just went straight 80s hair metal, which I know we talked about last time, but it just bears repeating. Yeah, well, and some of it was actually not even 80s hair metal. It was, it was 2010s. Yeah, hair yeah, metal yeah. It was 11, uh, yes. which that is style. Yeah, and what's and funny share is that story, Greg. 
Okay, so my thing, I loved 80s hair metal. I know you didn't, Omar. I, I um my first cassette was a uh, slippery one wet, so but there's that. This was, <laughs> mine was hysteria. My second one Actually no, mine was Gen- mine was Genesis Invisible Touch and then Hysteria. Oh, but that was you took a sharp turn there. That's fine. That was yeah. my first experience with, oh no. <laughs> well put a pin in that. We'll circle back to that. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. <laughs> Show me on the Def Leppard poster where they uh, touched you. <laughs> Def Leppard poster. <laughs> um now so oh, they doing what's anything. weird is they when they did that like come the the like the darkness and all that kind of stuff that came back. Yeah. I kind of like was sort of into it but not but it was one of those like I liked it for about a week and then was like yeah this is not it. So it turns out that there were there was this whole other level of music called sleaze metal flourishing in Europe that I did not know about which James Gunn cuz he's cooler than us did. And apparently he took some of these bands and put them in the in the piece. I was wondering, is that who does the uh, the opening credits? Yeah, that is a band called Wigwam. Okay. So, speaking of the opening credits, uh, that song it's "Do Do You Want to Taste It" by Wigwam. It came out in, actually in two thousand ten or two thousand nine. Sorry, that's two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just hit number one on the iTunes Rock Chart, like today. Oh wow. Um. And uh, James Gunn tweeted about it. He said that you know it's, it was always been a wonderful song, and he's glad that it finally broke out. One of the weird things is is that this band has had two bad, semi bad things happen to them. And it's not just them, but one of which was they they actually had a comeback album that came out in 2021 that was supposed to go along with the tour. Well, mm-hmm. they worked all this time on this, and obviously there was no tour. And no come and no big comeback because there was no way to do it because they're they're in, in uh, Norway, so everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, three days before this show came out, and they actually finally reached the fame that they wanted, uh, their booking manager, their agent, dropped them, and they're basically their label dropped them, and now they basically are just raking in the profits based on this show right after being basically fired three days before they became huge. So that uh, that is, you know, selling your Apple stock the week before the iPhone comes out. Right. <laughs> I mean, obviously not that much and money, but and that's weird. I mean, but I mean, good for Wigwam, I guess. Yeah. No, it's it's great for them because now there's possibly a bidding war. Right. And and I've I listened to their 2021 album today actually while I was waiting for my kid to do karate. It's really good. Is it? Like it's amazing guitars, fun like the other song. Like apparently, this is one of those bands that did that um, that Eurovision contest. That's a yeah. big deal. Uh, they they that's kind of where they got their first noto- notoriety, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they did like a power ballad thing. And if Norway is like still in the realm where there's actually like hair metal power ballads coming out on the radio, my ass is going there. <laughs> like the only thing keeping yeah. me from that is that there's quite a bit of like cold slimy fish in their diet I don't really want to deal with that yes uh, p- pickled as well pickled yeah so that's the only thing keeping me by away by the way we love you anything Norway. is good pickled <laughs> but we don't love you pickled fish <laughs> uh, a couple other things James Gunn and Jennifer Holland 
aka the blonde girl in uh, Peacemaker, they got engaged. Oh, I was going to. Oh, did they really? Show. Yeah, they did. I would tell her to call me. Hardcore. Get it. Okay, fine. Yeah, they they got engaged. Um, I'm and I've I've decided to move James Gunn onto my list of things. If he's if he is doing it, producing it, writing it, directing it, putting it on a soundtrack, I'm gonna watch it, buy it, consume it, whatever. I've decided after everything I've seen that he's done. I I love his aesthetic. I love his writing. I love his eye for stuff. To me, this so. this is the this is better. The like the DC stuff is finally finding its stride, but it still doesn't it doesn't compare to the Marvel stuff to me. Like this was good, but at times I I, I wasn't totally into it. Like it just sort of lost me at times. I I felt like it was at, at times I felt like they were trying too hard with the humor and stuff. But um, overall, it was really? good. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, did you get to the end of the whole yeah. thing? <clears throat> the very because we have something to talk about. We've done a spoiler warning, right? Totally. I had no idea that the end was coming. the The surprise cameos. Oh, oh! I, I did not like, see that coming I, either. I knew the end was coming. What are you talking about? It was the last the, episode. Yeah. No, no, no. The the surprise cameos. So through, there's been there was ongoing jokes throughout the episode of different because Peacemaker is supposed to be an anti-hero, but theoretically he's supposed to know all the other heroes for real. Mm-hmm. And so he always has a joke about Aquaman having sex with fish. Uh, speaking of of uh, cold pickled fish, <laughs> uh, there's jokes about – I forget what the joke was about Wonder, Wonder Woman, but he had one about her. Um, there's a joke in this episode about uh, Green Arrow being a brony who cuts the hole out of the back of his uh, Twilight Sparkle costume. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the other people are like, yeah, you don't know this. Just shut up. That's not true. You're just you know, spreading rumors because we all know that dude. The, uh, you know, Richard Gere gerbil guy. <laughs> Didn't happen. It was a hamster. <sighs> anyway, and they get to the end and they actually have these heroes come up in sil- silhouette. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's like the total DC shot of them floating in the darkness in silhouette. And- right. So I didn't even think they would show them. I'm yeah. guessing they couldn't get Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. True. They actually filmed it. Uh, they, they, I saw. They, Marvel actually helped it happen. Really? They, they uh, filmed it on the set of a Marvel thing, and I forget which one. So, who, which one of those actors is in Marvel stuff? I guess none of them. No, I don't think any of them are. And there was some. There was something being filmed that had somebody in it. And they were able to. So, Marvel actually helped it kind of come together. Um, but yeah, so he of course goes by and he's pissed off. Like he's legitimately pissed off because he's holding what we at the time believed to be the body of one of his teammates. And he's like, thanks for fucking showing up. Like to help with this whole thing to, to what appears to be Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Flash. Fish fucker. (laughs) And, and Aquaman's like, I really hate that. I really hate that roommate or whatever. Yeah, I'm really tired of that rumor. And, and Flash is like, that's not a rumor, but like, I was really proud of DC and Warner Brothers for that because these companies always protect their stuff mm-hmm. way too much. That was cool. It was a very, very cool little thing. You're you're right about that. I agree. I actually was not surprised about it because, unfortunately, I had actually seen something that kind of let the. Ca- I didn't know what the actual cameo was, but I knew there was a cameo at the end. Oh, uh, okay. Something you had because they it. they I I. 
I accidentally saw something about a story that like how DC took a chapter out of the Marvel cameo, whatever, or something at the end. And I was like, oh, oh. shit. Well. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. I... So I stopped reading and unsubscribed to that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not subscribed to it. I just, I'm like, ah, I should know better than to read these things. People don't care about spoilers. No, they really don't. I it's frustrating. Oh, it was uh duh, it's James Gunn. That he's that he was in the middle of shooting Guardians yeah. 3. And, that's and I was going to say that James Gunn is doing is doing a Marvel thing, but I I thought you were going with an actor. Yeah, I thought so too, but it was it was James Gunn. Yeah, they they were able to use the cameras and set for that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. So, Peacemaker is available all the time now for the rest of eternity on HBO Max, and you should watch it. Really enjoyable. If, Very good. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. And there's season two coming out eventually. So, awesome. Uh, I guess we're going to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Rob? He says hesitantly. So looking Take forward to this. this. Oh I'm not. my god! <laughs> you you may be underwhelmed because I, I I've had time to sit and stew and calm down. Fair enough. I was mad when I when also there was significantly more rum when you watched it. There was, and Greg was over. We we did we did dinner and a movie, and and we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. It was released on February eighteenth of twenty twenty two. And directed by David Blue Garcia. And it stars Sarah Yarkin, Elsie Fisher, Mark Burnham, Jacob Lattimore, Moe Dunford, Alwyn Fiore, Fiore? Jessica Elaine, Nell Hudson, Alice Cridge, William Hope, Joylyn Coy, Sam Douglas, and John Larroquette. I did not recognize John Larroquette's voice, uh, but Greg did. You caught it? Yeah. He's got a good voice. I like. Is Greg silent? Where did Greg go? There is a. Okay. We're going to go on without him for a minute. <laughs> okay, then. Um, It was uh after. <laughs> yep. There it is. Oh, boy. Greg's peeing. Yep. So the synopsis is, after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. So lots of changes from the original movie. Um, well, this is really kind of more of a sequel, I feel like. And actually, no, it, it definitely is a sequel because it, it has a cameo by Sally Hardesty who is one of the main characters, or is the final girl from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. Um, and my initial thoughts on this were, you know, I liked it until I didn't. Okay. There, the, the movie itself, uh, probably for about the first, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes, or... It, Till about like the last quarter of the movie, was was pretty enjoyable. 
I I liked the kills. I liked the setup. I like how everything went down. Um, a little bit predictable. I 100% accurately predicted the death order of the main characters. That is really? true. Mm-hmm. 100%. And, and in some, I will say he did, and it was way early, so there was no, as soon as you met the character, he said not only how they were, not how they were going to die, but the order they were going to die, but also some of the things that were going to happen. You know, he's going to die saving this person or so on and, and so forth. And they were all accurate? They were. Ooh. And I was all accurate. And it all started because we had the, the captions on. And they're, at the very beginning, there's a group of four friends that are on this road trip. There's Dante, who's the guy. There's the the um, the troubled girl who was the victim of a school shooting. The the soft heart who wants to help everybody. Who is the and sister then, of the girl with the, that was in a school shooting? Right, and then there was. Dante's girlfriend. And in the captionings, when they, a lot of times they'll list like the name and then whoever it is that's saying the line, the caption actually said Dante's mate. She didn't even have a friggin' <laughs> name. <no> name. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> she, she is dead and she's gonna be the first one to go. Yeah, her name might as well have been Victim right, One. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the shit? She is so dead. So I actually I, I actually predicted the death order hundred percent. And then I was like, You fucking mean these these and I, I lost all sympathy for the kids because they actually killed the old lady trying to force her out of her house and they didn't have the legal right to because she actually had the deed. They were mistaken. And they were trying to kick this lady out of her house. And we find out later that she actually has the... Okay, so they come to this town because they're moving there and they want to build it up. They're gentrifying it, basically. So basically it's a dead dead Texas town. Right. That they bought for super cheap, apparently, because they're like... It seems like they're in their 20s, so they ain't buying shit. It's not like... You know, when they'll sell like an entire town for a thousand bucks. And there's an orphanage there. Right. With this old lady lives in. And the lady said, oh, you mean that that mistake with the bank? We got that cleared up a couple months ago. And he's like, are you sure? Because I have the deed. And she's like, no, I've got the deed. And he's like, well, show it to me. And she's like, I don't have to show you shit. And she, in fact, did have the deed. She had the title. She owned the property. And they were trying to force her out. They got her all worked up, and she had a heart attack. So they killed her. (laughs) Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I was I was having a real hard time sympathizing with these characters because I'm like, all right, they deserve to die. Um then the other thing that that they were all worked up about the the investors coming for this project. And they're like, "Oh, you know, we've got a bunch of investors coming. They can't see this this Confederate flag." So that's when they go into the into the building and claim that the building is theirs as they're trying to take down the flag. And then this bus shows up with their quote-unquote investors. There's another thing, too. So they, they buy this town sight unseen. Mm-hmm. They arrive there, and within 30 minutes, the investors get there, too. As if they wouldn't be like, you know, maybe we should get there a week early. 
and and, and clean things spruce up it up bit. clean clean yeah. it up or make sure that there's not like you know a, a chainsaw like murder chainsaw wielding <laughs> maniac or you know anything else and it, yeah it, i mean clear it so many story writing notes missed and i don't mean notes like you know taking notes i mean notes like key elements of right, the story the script right. it's like what who wrote this this is this is terrible the investors were a bunch of 20 somethings on a fucking party bus they were drinking and getting drunk as a skunk on the bus and they were literally all like social media snapchat bullshit i'm like are you fucking kidding me and it was and like the other thing there like i hate that kind of stuff in movies I hate that kind of stuff in real life. Uh-huh. But it's also annoying to, like, try to parody it, too. Because it's like, something happens and everyone takes out their phone and starts doing it. Which is probably true to life. But mm-hmm. they do it so over the top when they do it. You're about to, to try- get canceled, bro. Yeah, like, it, it just, it was, no one actually talks like that. Uh, As... If, if they did, I would be. If I they did, I would be punching way more people. <laughs> as um, as Leatherface is sawing into the first one, like that, and, and like, it's like okay, okay, like again, it's supposed to be parody. It's supposed to be whatever, but like I don't know. I, it's it's but always it's always weird when modern these technology were supposed to be serious business investors. Yeah, well, they're they're trying to make it like you, you can't really get this from the script, but I did get it from like a summary mm-hmm. that they're supposed to be turning it into like some sort of art. Uh, slash influencer like panacea or whatever like some sort of like utopia for that mind okay. you in the middle of nowhere with no internet access say, yeah zero wi-fi but that's fine yeah yeah because that was something else that they addressed and then just kind of forgot about it remember because they were at the gas station he's like he had to wander around to try and find a signal yet in the 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 town, you know, all of these people on this bus have absolutely no problem streaming. Yeah, which is not you need a serious amount of I'm like of bandwidth. What what happened here? <laughs> so the the kills were pretty entertaining. I liked where the story was going. And and then they they took a they basically copied um Halloween. Halloween. In that they had to bring back the main character. The problem is, is they did it so poorly. They bring back Sally Hardesty, who at this point is now a Texas Ranger and has been looking for Leatherface for the last 30 years, 40 years. That is very important. Keep that in mind. She has been hunting Leatherface for 30 to 40 years. Okay. When the shit goes down in this town and Leatherface starts sawing people up, she hears about it and she comes running. Also, very important, she finds the wrecked ambulance where Leatherface's mother had the heart attack and died. She finds the corpses in the ambulance, she finds the staged body of Leatherface's mother lovingly uh, lovingly posed with, like, flowers and stuff 
missing her fucking face. (laughs) He cut her face off. All right. And she knows what he does. So she knows that he's got a new mask. Because that's why it's been so hard for her to find him because he was always wearing the leather face mask, right? Okay, fine. She rolls up after he has decimated the party bus. He has killed everybody on the bus except the two the two main females. I like right? to I would like to applaud Leatherface for playing it safe during the pandemic though. <laughs> always wearing his always wearing his mask. I mean That's it doesn't right. matter that it is the human flesh of someone else, you know. Let's exactly. not be picky exactly. about it. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Well, well played Leatherface. Good <clears> job. <throat> yeah. And Sally Hardesty gets the two main tells them to get in her truck, which is a police cruiser, a vehicle then promptly locks them in the car and gets out and walks away. And it's lo- locked in the car in the, you're being arrested. Not, she's not really arresting them, but put them in the area where they would be arrested. So they can't go anywhere. They can't get out. So she leaves the car and walks away. This is where I lost my shit. Literally. Because she walks into the house. She walks into Leatherface's house. Walks up the stairs with her shotgun. Walks into Leatherface's room. Where he is sitting on the bed after having massacred a bus full of investors. Anyway. And she starts talking to him with her shotgun on his back. As she's talking to him, he stands up and turns around and looks at her, wearing his mother's face. <laughs> he looks at her. You seem fine and with it. <laughs> doesn't say anything. She has been hunting him. For 30 to 40 years. Uh, 50, actually. 50 since the since the early 70s and she wants to have a conversation and is mad that he won't talk to her then (laughs) she lets him walk out of the room walk down the stairs and out of the house And never fires a shot? Ladies and... Are you fucking kidding ladies me? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rob after having a few days to settle. <laughs> after having some time to calm down. He stood up and I was like, oh my god, shoot him in the face! <laughs> but no! She just lets him walk out and down to the street. Where he promptly walks to the vehicle that he left, that she left the two main characters in, and he starts trying to kill them. I'm like, (laughs) are you shitting me? She literally did. In in fact, after that, he's terrorizing the girls in the car. She comes out and she still doesn't shoot him. He, like, throws something at her, or he, like, attacks her, shoves the chainsaw through her stomach, and guess what? She's done. She's laying in the street half-chainsawed to death now. 
And she still hasn't done shit. I'm like, <laughs> worst ranger ever. <laughs> and what's, what's funny is I, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And one of the things I've always realized is re- regardless of what the crime is, if the Texas Rangers get involved, I usually know it's coming to the end of that podcast because they usually – like, no kidding, they usually get their man. And that, like, that was that was their slogan. The Ranger always yeah, like yeah, man. like Yeah, but I'm saying – like I was saying, like I'm not just saying it because it's their slogan. Right. Like, you know, like you're listening uh, to some – you know, criminals in the 1930s going across the country. It's like they got the Texas and they got the they got on the Rangers uh, radar. Well, this is almost over. <laughs> and yeah, and she is. Yeah, it was. She it was egregious. Served no point in this movie. Other than to make it simply a fan service ripoff of Halloween. And she was utterly useless apparently and there's so much they could have done there like, was there was li- if she was not in this movie it would not have gone any differently there was no reason to have her in this movie at all other than to piss me off no to, to bring the car to them that they promptly crashed they could have gotten caught they could have gotten in another car they could have gotten in a car that didn't have the keys in it and had the same fucking problem It's one of those things where you, first of all, I, I looked it up. There was like five writers. So you feel like everyone kind of. And every one of them was a moron. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, there's a couple things in there that, that the moments were there. They could have done something. I mean, let's just say this. They did it. They had a scene where, where uh, Leatherface was sawing through a floor and they showed it cutting the support beams of the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Leatherface's room was on the second floor, but if they were going to show some sawing of, of support beams, they could have had, like, as Leatherface gets up to go after her before she pulls the trigger, they could have had him break through the floor that he had, like, previously sawed. Like, there's little moments they could have added into this to make it not. And she shoots, it blows, you know, hits the wall, he's fallen to the second floor, or the first floor, and walks out. Like, if they... they you're writing the movie. You're you are the god of that movie. You can make whatever happen happen. You don't have to be like, well, I really want Leatherface to be alive for another twenty minutes. So let's just make this character act stupid. So. And and everybody who listens to us knows that that is absolutely one of my pet peeves because it is it is showing your inability to form a good story. Just do having characters do something for the simple fact of pushing the story along with no other reason, even if it doesn't fucking make sense, just shows what a poor writer you are. And and I, I know you guys listened to it because I went back and forth on our uh on our patron chat with with one of with one of our uh our chattiers or one of our gimme five people and just went back and forth and they were like Damn, well, you know, maybe, and I'm like, no, no, they were, you're wrong. It's bad writing. Bad writing. <laughs> Just, no. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so, how mad was I, Greg? Because he was pretty mad. I had concerns for my safety. <laughs> we're not in the same city, the and shit. I'm concerned for my safety. Yeah, but we have to move on. 
we have a whole other thing to talk Uh-oh. about. Um, so don't waste your time with this. I was excited. I It snuck up on me. I was excited about it. I did enjoy the kills. But there was some stuff that, again, made it seem like the writers don't know how people act and... Or how to write. You know, are or... Uh, there was one description which I don't have in front of me at the, anymore, but um, where they said that there's a part of the movie where they where the chainsaw goes through a pipe full of actual human shit, spraying one of the characters with it, mm-hmm. and that was what that was an apt example of the movie. Ew, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. God. There were scenes that were entertaining, but ultimately, um, they fell into the trap of bad writing. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Last but not least, I don't even remember what we're going to talk about now because of Kingsman. Oh yeah, Kingsman. Okay. Well, uh, this has been out for a while, but we just saw it because it just came out on Hulu and HBO. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. I liked the first two Kingsman Kingsmen movie, mm-hmm. and then so I was very excited about the Kingsman because not only does it do I like Matthew Vaughn who did the first two, uh. I also like history and you know prequels I'm not a huge fan of but prequels like this where it's the same general idea but just kind of time shifted to where you see the mm-hmm. beginnings of an organization. Yeah. That I'm cool with. Um uh Omar, you want to cover the uh sure. release date and sure, all that sure, stuff? Sure, sure, sure. Uh released on 12/22/21, so not too long ago in this past December right before Christmas. Directed by Matthew Vaughn, like you said, the guy that did the first the first two, starring um, Jimin Hunsu as Shola, um, Rafe Fiennes, Matthew Good, excuse me, Charles Dance, Alexandra Maria Lara, um, Harris Dickinson, Gemma Gemma Arterton. That's a hard one to say. Reese Ifans as Gregory Rasputin. He was. We'll talk about that in a little bit. He was good. Uh, Valerie Patchner, Daniel Brühl, Joel Baseman, and Todd Boyce. The synopsis is that in the early years of the 20th century, very, very, very early years of the 20th century, the Kingsman Agency is formed to stand together, to stand against a cabal plotting a war to wipe out millions. Um, thoughts? What are we thinking? I liked it. I, I but I I liked the first two Kingsman movies as well. The it was very much in the same vein. There there were uh, there was one or two surprises, but the the movie all in all was very enjoyable. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um and agreed, I think we all like the original Kingsman movies. Um this one I agree is just time shifted. It still has those cool fight scenes and everything, like the interesting, whatever stylized. But it was—I like how they brought the history into it. Um, what do you think, Greg? I really liked it as well. Um, I thought I thought it was flawed. This is another one that falls into the category of like the oddly enough, the Eternals, where you're finally seeing the technology show stuff that you've heard about for many many years historically, and we'll talk about that momentarily as well. Oh yeah, and that. That kind of carried me through on certain things. Um, there, 
were a few moments I think that he was either slow or might I don't know if they needed to be there or something like that. I can't even pick them out now, but um, overall I did enjoy the movie and I watched a little bit of it. Then I had to go to bed early, so and I like the next day I couldn't wait to get back to watching it, mm-hmm. which is always a good sign when you you know, stop it forty five minutes in and you're not dreading it coming back. You know, like I had to force myself to turn it off and could not wait to turn it back on. Um, so that is always a good sign. One, uh, one spoiler. If anybody wants to jump in on this, um, big, this is kind of, a, it, it's fairly early in the movie, maybe halfway. I don't remember anymore, but, um, the, the death that happens in the, uh, trenches during world war one. Yeah. It was so abrupt. Like out of nowhere, right? And it was fr- and it was friendly fire. Yep. I mean it. Well, and it was a total misunderstanding, as well. It was it was uh, it yeah. was it was senseless. It was really a pointless death. It was his own doing too. His own doing. Yeah. Because he picked the name. Oh, because because, yes. He I see what you mean. he intentionally traded places with that cadet or with that soldier, um, which led to the. Confusion Which led to the misunderstanding yeah. because the the soldier had friends who knew him and knew that he was not that soldier that he was claiming to be, and so they thought he was a German spy, and they immediately shot him in the head. Yeah. It was like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Real? Yeah, Kraut bastard. It was. <laughs> it, but it was so jarring because it really fucking came out of nowhere. Like you, like I thought they would have a chance to explain whatever. No, boom. And and it was very well done with kind, like the slow mo, kind of like the death at the end of The Departed. If you oh, it was great. That. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Leo DiCaprio's death at the end of yep. Departed. Mm-hmm. Never see it coming. Yeah. Elevator opens. Boom, bang! Boom. Whoa! What, what just happened? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. The there are some some tie-ins to the uh, original Kingsman movie. Obviously, um, I do like the kind of Illuminati of evil type groupings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a bunch of people, a bunch of shady people around a table. Like, I'm always interested in that kind of stuff, uh, whether it be Austin Powers or this or a James Bond movie. Uh, and this was actual, like, real people from history, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and, you know, they had Rasputin, which you guys talked about. And we're, that dude was a good Rasputin. He was. Yeah, he really is. Reese Ephens is, is, I love, like, a lot of stuff that he does. What else has he done? Uh, I, I remember him fondly as the, the kicker from the movie The Replacements. With uh, Keanu Reeves, yeah. What else did I say he was in? He's, I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. But I've um, seen the name, but I can't place him in anything. I don't. Oh yeah, he's blonde British dude. Um, he was one of the brothers in Little Nicky, but that's really not the best <laughs> example. Oh, he was the li- he was the lizard in Amazing yeah, the Spider-Man. Lizard in Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh okay. He was uh, so... he was the 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 flatmate in Notting Hill. Oh jeez. That's taking me yeah. back. The, the weird-looking yeah. guy who went out to, like, take a picture with the paparazzi in yeah. his underwear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a throwback. Just like my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Not my current ones. My current roommate is my wife. She didn't do that. <laughs> my college roommate. Oh, okay. The, actually, the college roommate that coined the title of the previous uh, uh, episode, Naked Denny's. A gentleman that we will call Bob. Because that is his actual Fair name. Enough. Yeah, you know him. Oh, 
That's what else he's done. He was Luna's father in Harry Potter. He was Xenophilius Lovegood. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, now I gotta go watch all the Harry Potters again. <laughs> I'll be back in four days, boys. <laughs> all right, see you in a bit, Omar. Anyway, that's that. That is besides the point. There, so there is this grouping of people and some, you know, uh, Rasputin, as we we talked about. Uh, he I, he really nailed it. He, I've, I've I've loved Rasputin ever since. Well, okay, when's the first time? Other than you, Omar, don't answer this. When's the first time you ever heard of the name Rasputin, Rob? Honestly, it was yep. probably the Anastasia cartoon. Uh, That's the first time I remember. First time it. I ever heard of it was the Rise Suprentor Rise episode where they get his DNA. Oh, then to yes, make I probably heard it there as well. It was 85, 86. Wow. Um, and I thought you ever... were going to tell me the rah-rah Rasputin. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, ever, um, ever since then, I've always, you know, I've read books about him. I've watched documentaries about him. Uh, there's, there's something about this stank looking Russian peasant that rose to the top that like, when you see pictures of him, you just know he smells like fish and body odor and whatever. The yeah. world's best con men, I think. Yeah. And he not, it smells like that. It looks like that and still had women falling all over them because... You know, his his magical penis, which is available in a jar somewhere in some like French, like wow. if you you should you could look it up. It is this it is the size of um, a baby's arm. Now, were they insinuating that that Rasputin did have some kind of like shamanistic powers or something in the movie? Yes, yeah, yeah they did insinuate that Rasputin's. He's a we, he's a wild character. He was born in like a little village in like uh like Siberia, literally. And he uh he's married and he has kids and he just leaves. He just leaves them. He doesn't care. He becomes like a monk, like a holy man. People the the history is that people were searching him out because he was a healer. Um which they do an interesting parallel in the movie because in the movie spoiler alert, he's deliberately getting people sick and then like fixing them. Um, it was also said, this is from like, so he, okay. So he comes to, to the capital, which at the time was St. Petersburg. Cause it had been moved by Peter the great. Um, so the capital wasn't Moscow at the time. It was St. Petersburg, Russia. And he, uh, he quickly becomes super famous among like the Lords and Dukes and ladies and all that of, of like the, the, Russian aristocracy. Um, he's, he, everyone wants him at, 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 at their parties by all accounts, just like you were saying, he smelled terrible. He, he had food in his beard all the time. He cursed. He was boorish. He was loud. He was just an asshole. And he was just his hit at, at he was just his hit. Everybody wanted him. And th- th- that was the thing is he, he could supposedly heal you and he could supposedly hypnotize you with his eyes so everybody wanted a part of him. He 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 sort of ingratiated himself with the Tsar and Tsarina, uh, the king and queen of Russia. By the way, Tsar is the uh, Russian word for Caesar. So they were using like like as in like Julius Caesar, Augustus Caesar. Anyway, so the real history is that the son, which they show in the movie, little Nicol, I think his name was Nicholas or Alexander. I don't remember. 
Um, cause they, all the Kings are, all the czars are named Nicholas or Alexander for whatever reason. And apparently based on documents, he had hemophilia. Like legitimately he had hemophilia, which is when, you know, your, your blood doesn't clot and stuff like that. And when he was very young, he, he was like 10 years old or whatever. And I think he fell off a horse or something and he was really sick. And supposedly the story goes that Rasputin asked to like see him alone. And the kid was like healed. You know, I, there's so much his, like there's so much mystery and like sort of whatever you might want to call it, legend involved with Rasputin. Um, World War One breaks out, and just like this show in the movie, he has this hold over the Tsarina, but not as much over the Tsar, like they show in the movie. He he doesn't really. The Tsar is busy losing the war because he was terrible at at that, and Russia was really behind technologically, but um. So then the rumors are flying that he's, you know, that they're having an affair, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they even show Lenin, Vladimir Lenin in the movie, like with the, the whole uh, um, Russian uh, revolution. It was, it, was Alex, it was Alexei. Which oh, one? Boy. The son? Yeah. Alexei? Yeah, which is short yeah. for, a, for Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good, good. Okay, thank you for reminding me. Um, so, but he's just a really, really, really wild, interesting character. When, when they kill him in the movie, um, it's somewhat similar to real life. They gave him poison cookies. Um, apparently, it didn't work. Like the the like a significant, a significant amount. Like too. yeah, like, like kill a horse. Like it would have not just killed an elephant; it would have killed all of the elephants. But the fu- it's funny because the story goes that they gave him the cookies. He ate a bunch of cookies. He was just chilling, and then like all the cousins, because it, it was they were like cousins of the czar that like plotted to do this and they're all looking at each other like what the fuck this guy's still walking around like how's that possible and then they like stab him (laughs) and then he gets up and runs out of the palace and then they shoot him and then he escapes again and then they finally caught him and the story goes this is one of the many stories because Rasputin's such a whatever character legendary yeah one of the stories is that they finally catch him and they like tie his hands and legs together and that they he died because they threw him over one of the many bridges in, in St. Petersburg into a river and they found his body like, you know, kind of washed outside of the river and he had drowned. Yeah. Like cause of death drowned. was drowning after all yeah, of that, after other all stuff. that other shit, but it's, it's fascinating. The, the, I love the movie because it does show like the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, which is the event that started world war one. And we were talking, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Greg, Greg, and, and, right. Was that you? We were talking about how like yeah. realistic the streets looked. Because yeah, if you look at pictures of that, like you hear of this story and you see like this overturned car and people milling about and like it's obviously a black and white photo that probably took, you know, a minute to process. Uh, and the buildings that it's in front of look like what it looked like in the movie. It's perfectly done. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, they they nailed this. Right. The World War One trenches where we just talked about where one of the characters um, doesn't make it out. The, the trenches that he was in, the trench that he was in, the specific one, is actually, there is a famous picture of these, like, British soldiers, like, lit, lounging around, like, resting in, in this one trench, and it's the exact replica. Like, I, th- that it, it looked to me to be the exact replica of the... Did you see that that opening sequence was an exact replica, too? The opening sequence in... The, um, where Where everything is all beautiful and they're talking about war, and, like, you see the... Like everything get all destroyed. 
I don't think I was paying attention to the opening sequence. I thought you meant the board. Well, maybe not immediate opening. You know what I'm talking about? They're talking about the war, and they show everything like all pretty, and there's a nice little idyllic town off in the distance, and then they show it like oh, turn, over time, like it, it turns like into like the forests are gone it's all mud and, it's like, yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, like that is actually from real historical yeah. footage as well. They did a great job with the history stuff. Now this is yeah. the King's Men, so it's it's they they use these historical events. And they weave them together as if they're part of this big plot with the main bad guy. And I, But I think they did a really good job of it. Like, um, you know, you got to suspend your disbelief at some point and it, you're enjoying a movie. But they did a great, great job, including the end credits scene, which I'm not going to spoil. Uh, did you get did, did you, you guys caught the end credits scene, right? Was it there was a scene yeah. after the credits? I yep. didn't actually. There's a scene. Like halfway through the credits, that I don't want to spoil because it's really, I may really have. well done. <laughs> That's good. I don't even. I don't want to say it now. But we'll say it after we because I want everybody to see this. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll go check that out. <laughs> it's excellent. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. Like if uh, you liked the first movies, definitely check this one out. Uh, I would watch this well before I watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Oh, I did see the scene, yes. Okay. I, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. Introducing so. the new yep. character? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so I didn't, so I'll have to do that. Um, For some reason, it's it's Carnage from Spider-Man. I don't know why they did that, but that's... Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. That's fine. Interesting. Spoiler, it is not Carnage. But anyway. The... For some reason, I knew something was going to happen with the goats. There's some like a goat situation in this like you know, meeting place that's on the top of like a yeah it always that has big plateau yeah and it's like random plateau there's like a, a base and it's just it's just fun it's like you know it's a James Bond movie with the uh, with the sensibility of like a death a Deadpool like that's what it just is and not as vulgar I guess could be it's definitely as violent. Yeah, but not. I mean, like the language. Oh yeah, yeah. True, true. If you can handle this podcast, you can handle. It. If you can handle uh, Rob being angry about something, you can definitely handle this movie. That Man, I think that was a record rant for Rob. Man, oh, what? you don't remember my Lion King rant? Don't. Oh God. Tell me about it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Some people stay it's still going to this day. <laughs> you can hear it in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it actually takes longer to listen to it than it did to him to, for him to say it. It's weird. And when they finally found the car, Led Zeppelin was still playing on <laughs> yes. the radio and Rob was still ranting in the wind. <laughs> yes. No, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven was still playing on the radio. That was Cashmere or something like All that. Oh, we uh, are is rants in the wind, dude. <laughs> well done. Got it. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have anything else to say about the Kingsman or the Kingsman? Uh, I, I think we need to go back to a, uh, we need to do a special episode all about the Lion King. God. I, I want to hear Why do you that. torment him? Uh, <laughs> or me? I invited you. I invited you into my house. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Uh, guys, 
this was episode 233. If you want to help us out after all of that, if you made it this far, you clearly liked something or just hate listening. Either way, pretend like you liked hate listening and review us. Subscribe to us. We like a good hate listen every now and then. Yeah, we do. Yes. Uh, review us in your native in your native uh, Fijian Fijian language. Uh, for the record, I have been buying Fiji water since then. So there you go. Well, there you're doing your part. I am, unless of course the people of Fiji are annoyed that someone is stealing all of their water and putting it in plastic bottles and selling it at Costco. At which point, I didn't buy it, but <laughs> it's delicious. I didn't, so. I didn't think of it that way. Um, now I feel bad. <laughs> it's delicious water. Uh, anyway, uh, you can do that. You can also check us out, giveme5podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook if you feel like going to that hell place. Uh, or you could check us out on Twitter or Instagram, giveme5pod. Or you can email us directly, giveme5podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, guys. And remember, like I always say, the best way to get started is to shut your damn mouth. Speaking of pickled fish, mm-hmm. I've made love to Rob before. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that wrong? No. Uh, go with it. <laughs> I told you, anything is good pickled. You're in a judgment-free zone.